This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. In my last podcast, I broke down Walt Disney and how he used his great franchise to perpetuate an image of blackness that was inferior, from the Piccaninny and Fantasia to the King Louis and all of that jazz and these kind of um, Sambo-like figures, even the crows, I don't seen an elephant fly. And it perpetuated an image of supremacy, white supremacy and black inferiority. And they did it at the lowest, the worst levels with children and their young minds and just indoctrinating them into this mindset that you are inferior and white people are superior. Fast forward to 2019 and the tables have flipped. And they haven't flipped because uh, somebody had an epiphany that somehow white supremacy and racism is no longer a thing. No, it flipped because of money. And I've long contended that the, the biggest anecdote, the biggest fight that we have, the biggest weapon that we have against racism is financial security, self-sufficiency, and agency. Because as long as your dollar is not dependent upon a white person or as long as your dollar is not dependent upon a white system of supremacy, you have freedom. As long as you're not beholden to this dollar and you have your own way of making a living, then they can't really touch you. If you're like me, you get a lot of joy out of giving. I love to gift. And I just found this new gift idea called Fab Fit Fun. Actually, you could do it for yourself, but I love to sign people up. I just signed up my mom and she got her box and she's really excited. Now, what is Fab Fit Fun? Fab Fit Fun? Go to fabfitfun.com. It is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season and they take the hassle out of shopping, doing it yourself. Each box is customized to your specific interests. You have to go through and do a little survey of the things that you like and don't like, and then they pack it up and send it to you. So I did that for my mom, and she was really excited, and I can't wait to do this for a couple of people's birthdays as I'm already thinking about it. So go over to fabfitfun.com, and it's a seasonal subscription box, full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, lifestyle products, retails at $49.99, but with my code, and by the way, all of the things in the box retail at over $200, more than $200, but when you use my coupon code, this is Karen, this is Karen, you get $10 off your first box, so that's $39, at fabfitfun.com, fabfitfun.com, use my promo code, this is Karen, and you get $10 off your first box. Please let me know what you think about it as well. All right, fabfitfun.com, check it out. And that's why I go so hard in the paint, and that's why I'm going to be opening up this platform for more people to talk about ways in which you can get your money right and ways in which you can get financial independence and, and freedom. Because I know that, listen, I can't prevent and you can't prevent people from calling you out your name and you can't prevent or, or stop people from thinking a certain way. But if you have money in the bank and you know that you don't need them for your livelihood, guess what? things change and you walk a little bit differently and none of those arrows that they throw at you can even touch you. So I'm going to give you an example today of how money has shifted the universe. And I'm going to do it with the very company that 50 years ago used it to destroy us. Now is using it, using that same platform to build us up. Black Panther. All right. Y'all all remembered it. Wakanda forever. You cross your chest. I still do it every day because it's powerful to me. Uh, but we were all walking around seeing each other, black folk, Wakanda forever, because to me, I feel like that's something we can accomplish. But anyway, the movie 
surpassed Titanic as the third largest grossing film in American history. It hit the billion dollar mark worldwide. Part two's coming out. Now it has since been surpassed by Endgame, Avengers, Endgame, and Infinity War, but it's still the fifth gro largest grossing film in the history of film. T Black Panther, all black cast, set in Africa. You think Disney's probably rolling around in his grave with his head frozen cryogenically somewhere waiting for a cure for whatever killed him. But we know that Disney, if, if he were alive today, um, probably wouldn't be happy, but he'd be going all the way to the bank, okay? Because that film made a lot of money for Disney, and they're not mad about that. Spider-Man, enter the Spider-Verse. Okay, the first black Spider-Man, Miles Morales, won an Oscar in the 91st Academy Award for Best Animated Picture. That film grossed $375 million globally with only a $90 million budget. Now, you're like, that's not Disney. Yes, it is, because Disney bought Marvel back in 2009 for $4 billion and has now made more than $18 billion off of that franchise. At the 2019 Comic-Con in San Diego, Oscar winner, voice of Prowler from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, also Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes in the first season of Luke Cage, another Marvel franchise, Mahershala Ali, it was announced that he's going to be playing Blade, a Marvel character, once, of course, uh, played by Wesley Snipes, the great Wesley Snipes. Okay, but why this? Black, black investment, right? Why are they doing this? Because cha-ching, it makes money. Lion King. Beyonce, Donald Glover, Alfre Woodard, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes, it's smashing right now. And they could have put anyone in those roles. No, they put these black people because guess what? Black people show up. Why? Because black people spend a trillion plus dollars and most of it's on entertainment. So somebody in these Hollywood um, big, big houses came to the very wise conclusion that black dollars uh, will make us a lot of money. And let's stop disrespecting them because they're not showing up now, uh, hashtag Oscar so white. They're not showing up when we don't respect them. So we made that happen. Do you understand? No, none of them people want to have little girls, little white girls in America, and little white boys in America wanting to be Chichala and wanting to be in the door of Malaysia. None of them want their little kids to want to be like that. But guess what? It's financially prudent for them to be like that. It's no longer financially prudent for them to keep disrespecting us. And again, black people made that happen. The hashtag on Twitter, the backlash at the box office meant that they weren't making the money that they were making. And let me tell you, America is a capitalist society. The green supersedes the white. And as soon as we realize that our buying power can cripple this economy, at the same time, force companies and people who aren't necessarily inclined to respect us to respect us, the sooner we will be in a position of financial freedom and world freedom, not just financial freedom. That's the pathway to freedom. That's the thwart of racism. Let me welcome NetSuite to the podcast family. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. They have one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, and so on. It's just a big, inefficient mess, taking up too much time and too many resources, and that hurts your bottom line. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle. 
the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, and HR instantly right from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud-based business system in the world. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Karen. That's netsuite.com slash Karen to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profit. netsuite.com slash Karen. I'm going to give you some more. All right. If you don't believe me, Little Mermaid. Okay. People losing their mind over Ariel, who's a 16-year-old mermaid princess who's not happy with her underwater life in, in, in the Atlantica off the coast of Norway, right? They're not, she's not happy. She's 16. And now she's being played by a black girl, Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey I want to say Halle Berry. Halle Bailey. Damn it. Halle Bailey, whose sister Chloe and uh, they're on Grownish or whatever. But people were mad because they're like, Ariel's white. Ariel's white. I can't. I can't. My daughter look at Ariel. She's white. And you got a black girl playing it. Oh, my God. There's a black girl playing Ariel. I can't believe this. And you know what? Disney's like, um, y'all gonna have to suck it up because black people go to movies. <laughs> yeah, this makes sense for us. And she could sing. All right. So go ahead with that. Cry those tears if you want to, not worry. It's like the people burning up their Nikes. Nikes was like, yeah, okay. Colin Kaepernick made us a lot of money this last year. And uh, y'all go ahead and burn up those Nikes if you want to. Our, our freaking stock and our um, sales, annual sales, look really good with these black people. Sorry, again. Colin Kaepernick got Nike to take the American flag off the back of a sneaker that they had already shipped out. They had to recall those damn sneakers because Colin Kaepernick was like, nah, dog, that's racist. And they were like, oh, we're not trying to piss off Colin Kaepernick. Now, do you think Nike really did, cares about race and racism? No, Nike cares about their bottom line and their stock prices. And you know what? The racist white people who are mad about that, they don't buy their sneakers. Who buys their sneakers? Black people. So who is Nike beholden to? Black people. And let's, let's recognize that, all right? This is about money. Disney, Princess and the Frog, the first black uh, Disney princess. She was a frog for 75% of the movie, which is horrible. But it was the first time we got to see a black princess with Disney. That movie didn't bring in a whole lot domestically because white people racist, 104 million. But globally, globally, it brought in 162 million, which gives it a $266 million haul for a movie that cost $105 million to make. That was the first instance that Disney was like, we could make money, not just domestically, because we might have lost half a million dollars domestically, but globally, somehow, people want to see a black princess. We're good. So that's why you're seeing Ariel, that's why you're seeing hearing Beyonce and Donald Glover, Alfred Woodard and all that, and that's why you're seeing Blade come back, and that's why you're seeing Black Panther Part Two, because we demand that. And we need, demand, we need to demand that in every area. How we spend our dollars, where we put our eyeballs, where we click on the World Wide Web, it matters. We run and control Twitter, but we don't have any market share in that company. It's time for us to walk into our power. So we've been talking about racism and the history of all of these categorizations of, of people and how black people even always end up on the bottom of the food chain because somebody wrote that in a book. It's time for us to rewrite where we belong 
And I'm not saying we need to supersede anybody else. I'm just saying, let's move into our rightful positions as black people. And these are the hints of where we can do that. All right, let's get our money together and let's move like ants. I'm gonna keep saying that till y'all get it. All right, listen, um, till next time, follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Follow me on Twitter and you can ask me anything with the hashtag podcast. Till next time. <laughs>